0: yo whiskey sick podcast episode number 122 all up in your motherfucking ass fucking intro hit him with that theme (laughs) you
1: I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw. Outlines for these ladies, I'm about to slay. Got my cape on with some napalm, shots of days gone. Then the game's on. What you play, huh? Hard to get, awfully wet for all that dry hate. Looking my way while your eyes say you and I may get off like a bright lane, but I might strain. Pull the lane with a migraine. I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch a bench For that acid offense with a ladder, get up on it I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch a bench For the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it Hello miss, like what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm buying like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA Meeting on a payday, we can make it rain Even on a sunny day, what you say? You and I could run away, meet up when you drop that molly off, love like that chick Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go, go ahead, put your best out. You gotta get up of but I'll ask now. Come on, and get out of driver homie thinks it's futile time to utilize your backseat take a that creep, this shit's a Prius, what you mean it needs some gas please plug it in, I'm warming up, this shit's a track me got no time to sit and wait, want some diamonds, six and eight under lights six and fading fast, bitches breaking bad, got me changing hats. Match within, I'm pacing back and forth like I'm afraid to catch feelings for these left hands, got me dropping hits and making moose can't withstand, the ass is like no if ands off the bench a six man, ball so hard I just can't I need to get my wit stained, but now I gotta get it To that ratchet, bitch, a bench For that ass to sit a bench With a ladder, get up on it I said a wrench To that ratchet, bitch, a bench For that ass to sit a bench With a ladder, get up on it Netflix and chillers kill the lights I'm feeling you, you're feeling right Appealing to a true we might I'm willing to, you will tonight why don't you take that step up on me, I know you're lonely In retrospect, I think you owe me, I bet the only Hold up is you think you know me, you think I'm solely In it, just they hit it so we should get this going Enough of all the games talk, and all the talking, all the waiting You can walk or get skating, are you lost? It's not amazing It's not often I'm crazy. took it off, there's no more baking. But I never got your name, and she looked up, she said it's Caitlin Motherfucking,
0: motherfucking ego, ego bitch. bitch. The fuck is up? Whiskey sick podcast, 122 episodes deep. Coming up on year four of the podcast. Yes, we going strong. After four years, we still rolling. I remember the first year of this shit. I did one a week. I did 52 episodes in the first year. And then, uh, you know, kind of, then the Triple Champ came and a lot of things changed and it threw me off my game. But uh, back in the day, we used to, uh, Brief History of the Whiskey Sick Podcast. If you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. Um, Used to have the homie Whiskey on. He's still around. He's still around. Don't worry about Whiskey. Um, I see him every so often. Um, I know y'all probably think he's like, you know, terrified and locking himself, barricading him inside the house like, uh, himself in the house like, uh, call of duty zombies and shit you remember we had to uh, literally board up the windows and shit um but now he's he's chilling he, he's doing same same old shit i think um i think he's working from home and shit so he, he's surviving hopefully i'll see him for uh one of these next fights coming up here um we got a lot of fight talk to cover we got three cards coming up starting this weekend we got three cards in a week time span We got one on Saturday, then Wednesday, and then Saturday again. The big one, Conor McGregor. Actually, there's two big ones Calvin Cater versus Max Holloway this Saturday. Next Saturday, McGregor versus Poirier, too. Heat rocks. And then uh, the middle one was supposed to be uh, Chimaev versus um, Edwards, Leon Edwards. A a fucking banger. I mean, Chimaev wins that fight. He's basically, you know, title contention because Leon Edwards is like the number two, I think, ranked welterweight, two, three, he's around there, um, so, uh, but that got canceled, uh, Chamayev went from, you know, fighting every, you know, every week to not fighting for six months, so, um, uh, I think he's gotten, uh, that COVID shit a couple times now, or, or somebody in his camp got it one time, and then, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but we'll get into all that shit, we're gonna make all the picks, we're gonna make all the fucking picks, don't worry, um, how the fuck y'all guys been doing? I mean, this shit last week, I should have gone on got on last week. The world was on fire. I mean, actually, we did get on last week. Yeah, 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 that's right. He had Bautista on and he started I have to say that uh that pendejo, that pendejo, uh, he was right about the sixth. I thought he was just talking, you know, just on them uh uh, you know, them, them uh radical right um Reddit threads and shit, I, th- I thought he was just, you know, copying and pasting some information uh, on the cast, but uh, he, di- he didn't sell it enough, he didn't sell that shit enough, I mean, shit literally popped off last week, la- uh, exactly a week ago, I think, from today, last Wednesday, um, I, just bur- <laughs> I just, if you heard that, I don't know if you could hear that on the microphone, um, I just spilled coffee. Literally all down the front of my, my, my fucking face. I just burnt my mouth off. I just I just, I just finished a, a fresh K-cup, not realizing it. I drink a lot of cold coffee, so I, 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 I assumed this coffee was uh, cold. I took a big gulp of it, and it, it burned the fuck out of my mouth live on Whiskey Sick Podcast. Um, there's a first time for everything. I just spilled it on my feet. My feet are fucking burning. But I'm back. I'm not uh, unshakable, unbreakable. Um, fuck. Anyways, what the fuck was I talking about before I burned the shit out of myself, mouth all blistering and shit? You're going to see me on Dr. Pimple Popper getting my blisters and shit on my tongue squeezed out and shit. Oh, man. Um, oh, yeah, last week. Last week. Yeah, it, shit, shit was on fire. First of all, if y'all don't know, I'm from Dago, Beach, California, San Diego, California, and my hometown is Poway. My hometown, it's a little bourbon in, in, in San Diego County, Um. And you may, you probably have heard of Poway, actually Um, Before 2016 and Trump, maybe not But definitely in 2020, you've probably heard of Poway Um, The whole surrounding area Nothing but Trump fans uh, nut huggers swinging, bungee jumping uh, On on every fucking corner Throwing pep rallies and shit Like it's high school cheer or some shit Every every fucking week And I'm not saying that's a bad thing or a good thing Uh, You can do what you want I'm not here to criticize, you know, one way or the other Um, if y'all know me, um, I'm, I'm like directly in the middle of all this shit. I, 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 what, what annoys me about everything that's going on is that people don't see how they're being manipulated against each other. I think that's the biggest thing. And neither side, cause listen, my, my, my old lady side is hardcore left, hardcore left my 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 side my family's hardcore right not ne- not necessarily the the extreme uh like religious type, but they you know they're they're you know military family you know uh uh you know, supporting cops that kind of shit not that people on the left see and 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 if you 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 have a a viewpoint from one, then the people from the other side you know- it, it immediately throw you in with you know racist hillbillies and shit if you say you know what I actually think. Um, you shouldn't defund defund the cops. Then you get thrown into that shit. And if you say, you know what, I think, you know, there are instances where um, black um, black people have been unjustly uh, gunned down by police officers, then you're automatically thrown to the fucking left, and, and, and you're uh, you're you're a fucking safe space uh, antifa member and shit. It's it's fucking crazy, and they love this shit. The media loves this shit. You know, the media right now, it, it's you can't you. You know, and, and the big thing now is uh, today is, you know, the the freedom of speech thing. People are like, you know, uh, Twitter and Facebook and all these things are are taking away um, Donald Trump's freedom of speech. And, and they're not really because they're private companies. They have the right to do that. It's like if you go to your homies, like you ever have an Asian friend, you went over to his pad, they make you take your shoes off. That's just how it is. It's their rules. It's their private, private area. You go into a, a quickie mart, you got to have shoes. You got to have a shirt. No service. No mask. No service. These are private companies. They can make their own fucking rules. It, where it gets dangerous is all these people that are cheering and applauding. Uh, this is where it starts. This isn't the end. It doesn't just start and end with Donald Trump, homies. This, this, this shit is going it, to... It, it, it's, it's only a matter of time until something that's near and dear to your heart or somebody who has a message that they're spreading that uh, you find to be important is, is not viewed as such by Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whoever, and they start censoring shit that you support and that's important to you. It's only a matter of time. That's how these things... Reform, uh Fahrenheit 451, Ray, ba- Ray Bradbury. It's all about censorship and the destruction of books and ideas... And we become afraid of ideas, other people's ideas. You know, it seems like that's, you know, the the, the knock against the extreme left is that these, these motherfuckers are literally, they want to pretend things don't exist instead of dealing with them. They're like lazy fucks. They don't want to actually have to uh, debate anybody or present evidence to the contrary of what, of what, of what somebody is saying. They just want to uh, shut you up and pretend it doesn't exist. It's, listen, if you don't like Donald Trump, put out your own shit saying fuck Donald Trump. You have the right to do that too. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Um but you go back to it, it it's it's the whole system that's fucked up, man. If you're somebody on, on the right who's just you know really vehemently against some of the extreme shit the 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 toxic masculinity and 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 the fucking uh, the gender pronouns and the defund the cops and all this shit and you're just, you can't bring yourself to vote for that side because you just really don't identify with any of those beliefs and your beliefs are are more lean towards what, you know, the right side, your only option is to vote for Donald Trump. That's your only option. So whether they want it to or not, that's the only fucking option they had. If they If they just can't, Stomach that other shit. This is their only option, and and, and that's kind of fucked up. You need more options. It's like these two dudes are the dudes that that got presented to us. These are the two dudes that made it to the head of the class after after all kinds of fuckery. Uh, a weekend at Burn. A weekend at uh, uh, Biden's was only he, he's only there because of the manipulation of the party that put him there, from the 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 banks and the and the corporations over the years that you have been funding his ass. That's why Bernie's not there. That's why, you know, Andrew Yang and all these other dudes that were, that were in the running aren't there. But it's specifically Bernie Sanders. He's not there because he got, he got fucked by his own party. You got, you got fucking uh, Republicans, you know, in the Republican Party that couldn't stand this dude, Donald Trump. But he was the guy. He was the guy that, for whatever reason, got pressed to the top, and that that's who they had to support, and it alienated a lot of them. And it's alienating a lot, a lot of people now, especially after the the, the the fucking Capitol building shit last week. There's a lot of people who who probably thought, you know, Trump had a legitimate beef on what was going on. Uh, Bautista, he broke it down last week. He was right. I did a little research. He's right. You know, that y- you can say... Um, you know, was the count, you know, dr- dramatically, I, I, I don't know. But there was fuckery going on. And there's no doubt that there wasn't fuckery going on with with, with judges and governors uh, circumventing legislator to, to legislation to go and, and count these votes and conduct these fucking uh, votes and shit like that. Um, all that kind of shit was going on. And so the right was just asking, hey, man, do it the right way. And a lot, of, a lot of them were saying, hey, straight up, like, we'll accept a defeat if that's what it is. But there's a lot of fuckery going on. And there was probably fuckery on their side, too. Let's be honest. There has been in every single election probably known to man. It's just how it works. Because the system, that's just how the system is. But, and, and, and now the, you know, the, 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 the protest on the Capitol, man. What, what, what do you make of that shit? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Listen, were they, you know, everybody's like, they're, they're treasonous. They were trying to overthrow the government. And it's like, were they Really? Was that what they were trying to do? Because I saw these motherfuckers taking selfies and shit. I saw them fucking stealing shit. Stealing podiums and, and reading through people's mail and shit. That didn't look like an overthrow. It looked like a bunch of fucking morons out there who didn't have a clue what the fuck they were doing, much less a, a, a saying they were trying to overtake the government. That That's kind of a... uh. You're giving them a little too much credit. I don't think they have the uh, mental capacity to be able to do that. But then the other side is this. It's like, look, when these motherfuckers were out here um, burning cities thousands of miles away from an incident that sparked legitimate, you know, beef in Minneapolis with the local police, when they're in L.A., when they're in, you know, other cities across the United States burning shit, Burning their 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 fucking neighborhoods to the fucking ground, the other side of it is this it's like well at least these motherfuckers were taking it to the motherfuckers who are destroying their fucking life with 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 the fucking bills and and, and that they pass and don't pass and, and and their their greed and and their their and all that shit at least they went to their fucking pad at least they rolled up into the fucking congress where all those shit eating fucking weasels fucking work where they're all at and took it to their fucking doorstep instead of their own fucking neighborhood blowing their old fucking neighborhood up there is that side too and you know you get all all these all these uh you know companies and shit that want to cater to one side so they they say you know it's okay to go over here you know "When, when it when it was uh you know, look at all these motherfuckers at spring break not wearing their masks and shit. Look at, these they're killing their grandparents and all this shit. When it was all that, you know, when you, when you were getting people going to spring break, they were, they were destroying, the media was destroying them, calling them murderers and shit. But then a week later, there's riots in the street and people are, are protesting and they're, they're cheek to cheek. And, and it's not a big deal at all. Then it's okay because they're supporting a cause that they support. You know, it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. And I'm just babbling. I know, I get it. I think about this shit all the time. I don't even like to think about this shit, man. I've never thought about it until really last year. And it's just like, man, these two, both of these sides, man, this is what they want. They want you beefing. They want you battling each other. They want you thinking each other are the, are the fucking enemy. You're, you're fucking not. Um, I'm about to start reading the... Uh, let me fucking find this. I'm about to, to start reading uh, the, the autobiography of Malcolm X um, written by, uh, by Alex Haley, he also wrote the book Roots, I think you should read that shit, shit is fucking fire, it, was, it, it turned into a, it turned it into a history channel, I think even way back in the day it was a, a series, but they've turned it into a history channel, uh, a more updated version of it, uh, on the history channel, a series, um, called Roots, um, dope ass show, um, from what I've seen, but the book is just, the book is unreal, uh, if you really need a, uh, uh, a good history lesson on, 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 you know, racism and slavery in the country and the history of it. It, it, it doesn't get much deeper than than that book. But, um, you know, um, got into a lot of um, uh, Malcolm X shit. Um, this dude, you know, he was on some shit. And and he 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 summed this shit up. I found this little quote. I'm not usually a quote guy, but here, here it is. If they, you wanted like a little Twitter, a gecko little Twitter quote, like you know, uh, like a sniff my own farts. Like I, I got the whole world figured out. This is it. But this sums it all up because one of the biggest problems that we're having right now is the fucking media, man. You hear it over all the fucking. Media. It's for real, and it's not just what you see on CNN and MS, MSNBC and it's all that. So these motherfuckers, you have a question where these. Uh, it's social media, where all these little 15-second videos come from and shit. Like, where do they originate? Who's putting these fucking things out to incite all this fucking uh, hatred amongst each other? This man said, this man uh, being Malcolm X, 50 years ago, in the 60s. What we Yeah, 50, 60 years ago, maybe. I don't know. Do the, do the math. Uh, the media is the most powerful entity on Earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty... And to make the guilty innocent. And that's power. Because they control the minds of the masses. The press is so powerful in its image making role, it can make the criminal look like he's the victim and make the victim look like he's the criminal. If you aren't careful, the newspapers, insert media, uh, CNN, Twitter, all this, Instagram. If you aren't careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. It's not what facts they give you, it's what facts they leave out. And you can go on to, I, I, my whole left side of my family, all they listen to is CNN, and it's, it's just regurgitated bullshit. You're only getting their spin on something, and they're leaving out the facts that are damaging to whatever they're fucking trying to say. What I'm trying to say in, 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 in general, homies, is, is we outnumber them. Uh, my homie uh, that I follow, uh, one of the great uh, American kickboxers. Um, what's his name? Uh, Kevin. Uh, he's married to Gina Carano. Uh, uh, fucking Kevin Ross. Kevin Ross. Check this dude's Instagram. Up. This dude's got some fucking knowledge. I love this dude. He posted a clip of the show of the of the uh, TV, uh, the TV show, uh, the the movie, um, A Bug's Life. There's a clip from that where all the little grasshoppers are sitting around and, they're at, and, and the king grasshopper asks them if they took care of the, the ant. And the one says, no, it was just one single ant. We I didn't even bother. And he says, one single ant? And basically what it comes down to is you, you let one single ant get away with something, you have to deal with all those fucking ants. We're all those fucking ants. If they let us get away with anything, if, if they uh, let our attention get away from the things that they want to direct it towards, then we might focus it on them, and they don't fucking want that because we outnumber them, and that's how you get real change. What you need to do, I was telling this to my wife because her family is just fucking on some other shit with this. I mean, they literally don't—they don't search for, and they just search for they confirmation bias. They just oh, they're out here just trying to to look for things one-sided that support their own view, and and I told them you need to tell them. Go look at the other side. Go listen to a podcast from somebody on the other side. Don't let people tell you what the other side represents. Go and find out from them what they represent. Go read some of their articles. Go listen to some of their their podcasts, some of their shows on YouTube, and and vice versa. And go find out for yourself what they actually stand for. Because I think what you'll find out is that it's very few things that you actually disagree on. And I think the major things that actually matter, you'll find out you guys actually agree on. And you'll find out that the extreme. Uh, uh, you know. The shit I was mentioning earlier. The toxic masculinity. And, and, and all the virtue signaling. And, and, and the gender pronouns. And, and the crazy religious motherfuckers. That want to rule the world based on what God said. And all this shit. Those are such a very small few of the people. But those are the views that you're only going to see. And you'll find out that very few people actually. Are, are on that level of stupidity. We're all. Uh, 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 on a sliding scale Somewhere in between the two And we need to figure this shit out We need to get together And we need to make real change And, not qu- and quit fighting each other homies Quit fighting each other uh, um, I was watching Rogan the other day And he, he said something that I had said one time uh, That I say all the time When you're driving And you see somebody You can either like mean mug them you know, sometimes people will pull up next to you And you'll mean mug each other And you feel that little bit of tension and shit But there's such a great, different feeling Like a real heartwarming, good feeling inside you When you look at somebody and you smile And they're scowling They look at you and you smile And you give them a little head little head nod And you they give you a little head nod There's something to be said about that This can happen with anybody You can go to the store and just say hello to somebody And give them a smile Not in some like whiskey type uh, a sexual deviant type of way. But in some genuine like, hey, how you doing type shit. It's a lot easier to have friends than it is to have enemies. Trust me on that shit. But I'm done. It is what it is. Um, y'all don't need me to tell you a motherfucking thing. Let's get into some fight talk. Let me save this shit. Uh, Batista, Michael Bautista, the uh, stand, the, the WSP stand. Uh, he was scheduled. I was gonna. Uh, he, I know he's on deck. He's always on deck. He's swinging from the podcast nuts heavy. He lives for this shit. Uh, I don't blame him. So do I. But um, I, I was thinking I might get to him today. But I don't think I'm gonna get to him today. Maybe we'll do another podcast early next week. Uh, we'll get his. Uh, he's been dying. This dude's on that Trump uh, little band. I don't know how much he is for Trump, but he's he's on that right side. See, he just he just vehemently hates. I'm using that word again uh, the, the other side, he's like one of those people that, you know, hates the other side so much, but he's so, he, he's, 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 he's blinded by his, his, his blind hate too, he, he you know, that everybody's on that shit, and he thinks he's got the world figured out, and the other people think they got the world figured out, nobody does, nobody hasn't figured out, maybe I'll hit him up later, we got some serious, serious fight talk going right now, I don't even know, Holloway versus Calvin Cater. What a fucking banger this is going to be on Saturday. This whole card is motherfucking fire. Let me tell you this shit. Let's get into this shit. Max fucking Holloway. This motherfucker should be the champ right now. He, I, I went back. I watched that second fight with uh, Volkanovski. He won that fight. I thought for sure he won that fight. Um, I thought he won it the first three rounds. Now, listen, it's not a complete robbery. I won't go that far because the third round is up for grabs. Depending on that third round, one and two is clearly Max Holloway. He had knockdowns, in, I want to say both of those rounds. Maybe knockdown in the first round, and then he had a, he had Volkanovski hurt in the second round, wobbly, uh, doing the chicken dance and shit. Um, third round was yeah, give or take, but I gave it to Holloway. Even first time seeing it and second time seeing it, and then four and five, which was weird for Max Holloway. Usually those are his rounds. He usually finishes strong, and then this was this fight was the opposite. He he finished. He limped to the finish line, and that's what cost him. Uh, that's the same thing that cost uh, um, Gus Gustafson against John Jones the first time. I I I've watched that fight a hundred times. Gustafson won the first nineteen minutes of that fight. He lost the last six, and that's all the judges remembered. And he lost that that first fight. But I thought he beat John Jones legitimately. He was the first person to beat John Jones. Um, that was a lot the case with Max Holloway in the last fight. Um, He's got to learn. He, he did better defending the leg kicks this time. A um, little bit better. He still took a lot of leg kicks, especially late in the fight. Um, that's something Calvin Cater's going to have to use. Calvin Cater is a motherfucker, homies. Calvin Cater is a motherfucker. This dude's got crispy ass, deep fried, original recipe striking. This dude's hands are fucking clean, homie. He has the, uh, he has the Aldo liver shots. Uh, he, he's just got this really straight technical. This dude is like, you know, the fundamental textbook, like, prototype. That's what this dude, Calvin Cater, is. I remember his first fight. The first fight I seen, let me see, let me look him up real quick. It was his second fight. I saw his second fight. The first time I saw him was his second fight in the UFC against Shane Burgos. And that's when I saw both of these guys, and I said, Shane Burgos is a motherfucker, Calvin Cater is a motherfucker, these guys, I said, I said, then, I think even on the cast, I put it on wax, I said, these guys might meet again in the future for a title fight, or a title eliminator, like, that's the level, and if Shane Burgos can get a win, he had a tough fight against uh, Josh Emmett a couple, uh, in his last fight last summer, um, If he can learn a little bit of defense, learn how to uh, bob and weave a little bit, even just cover up, he's a motherfucker too. Um, But that was the first fight I saw Calvin Cater, and I was like, this dude's a special type of dude. Um, His first fight in the UFC was against Andre Philly, and he won that shit. Imagine, Andre Philly's a a veteran. like That that dude's been around for a while from a big camp, um, and to come in um, and, and have your first fight be against him, that's tough. Then he went to Shane Burgos. He, he lost to uh, Moikano, but he was coming on fast and hard at the end of the fights. His big problem is, Cater. he starts slow. But he, he fought Zabit, Magomed, Sharipov. If that was a five-round fight, 100% Cater wins that fight. Got off to a slow start. Late in the second round, he starts turning it on, dominated the third round, and was going to probably put Zabit away. Zabit was, was done. He was gassed. He was hurt. It was it was a problem. He went on to to knock Jeremy Stevens the fuck out with a standing elbow. After that, though, and then he beat Dan Ige last summer. Again, got off to a slow start in that fight, and made it a lot closer than it was. But at the end, rounds four and five were were, were Calvin Cater, and that's what changed the fight. Um. So this is a this is an interesting fight. I mean, I've gone back and forth on this shit. I'm gonna take. I'm going with. I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with Max Holloway. I, I, his pace is something else. Savvy switches strikes he's not elusive he does take a lot of damage but I, I like how he mix it up I think he's hard, you know he's got subtle slips and counters he just pushes a pace I think Calvin Cater can keep it but I don't know he's grimy he's been he's fought the best of the best only the best of the best for years for I mean for almost his entire career um, he's fought he's been in there against you know Conor McGregor as we know he got dominated on the ground in that fight Uh, people are sleeping on conor Conor mcgregor's ground game uh but i'm gonna go with max holloway but not not at all confident in that pick at all calvin cater can absolutely win this fight absolutely win this fight and i'll tell you what if this ends in a finish if at the end i don't see the fight but somebody tells me somebody got knocked out or tko'd calvin cater won that fight that's what i'm gonna say i think max holloway wins a decision if calvin cater wins I think he wins. I think he wins via TKO. I think he could put. I think he could put Max Holloway away. Did Max Holloway lose to? I know he lost to Poirier, but did he get finished? I think he went the distance, but Poirier dominated Max Holloway. And Calvin Cater's a little. Uh, uh, he's kind of big for one forty-five. I think. Um, let me see. Dustin Poirier. No, yeah, I went to the decision, but he was hurt in that fight. He was hurt from the get-go in that fight. Um, I don't know that Max Holloway has actually ever even been finished in, in, in a fight. Has he been finished? One time. Oh, yeah, he was subbed. That's right. That's right. He was subbed against uh, Dustin Poirier, arm triangle, the first time they fought. That's right. Dustin Poirier caught him in an arm triangle. Or I thought it was a darts, something like that. He, I know he, 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 he tapped him, but that's the only finish on his on – his, uh, only time he's ever been finished but if anybody can do it calvin cater can do it carlos condit versus matt brown uh flashback to 2010 right here if this fight would have happened originally i think it was scheduled back in 2012 eight years ago that would have been one of the fucking baddest fights ever that's that's a main event all into itself uh carlos condit lost like six of his last like seven fights uh, Matt Brown is in like a similar boat. Lost to uh, Baeza, who's a motherfucker. Just fought a few cards ago. Uh, Miguel Baeza, he's a, he's a fucking beast. And and uh, Matt Brown had that motherfucker uh, all kinds of fucked up, getting jiggy with it in the middle of the fucking octagon, fucking jabberwockies, fucking all sorts of weird shit. He had Baeza fucked up after a knee on that fight. I thought Matt Brown uh, Matt Brown was gonna pull it off, but he got finished early in the second round. Um after like five one, two, three, four, five straight losses, Carlos Khan dating back to two thousand fifteen. Carlos Condit won his last fight against Court McGee uh, last October. So this is going to be a dope fight. Remember Matt Brown? This this dude he was on the Ultimate Fighter with the homie, uh, a fellow Poway High School alumni. Uh, I graduated with Jesse Taylor. He won the Ultimate Fighter. the the, the um, He was on the Ultimate Fighter twice. He probably would have won it twice. Uh, but he was the guy in the uh, years ago. And this on this one and Matt Brown's uh, season of the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he was the one that got to the finale, and then the day, the night they got released from the house, he got a limousine and kicked the window out, and then ran into a fucking uh, hotel lobby yelling that he was in the UFC, and he knew Dana White, and all this kind of shit, and he got cut, he got cut from the UFC in in the finale, just after the finale, hours after the finale, Uh, so they had a redemption uh, series, uh, a season of the Ultimate Fighter, years later, I think like, I don't know, 2017, 2016, sometimes you know, years later, and, and Jesse uh, Taylor won that fight. But Matt Brown was in the original series, and Matt Brown was got famous because some dude uh, put lemon juice in his dip, in his snooze, in, in his chewing tobacco, and he went fucking crazy. He was fucking mad. He almost got the first in-house KO of of that motherfucker. I think he actually fought that dude he was on some gangster shit he's like well you know what you did that shit to my fucking dip now we have to fight there's no other fucking way and the last thing i what was that guy's fucking name I can't remember that dude's name, but the last thing that dude wanted was to actually fight Matt Brown. He tried to act like that was what he wanted. He wanted to fight Matt Brown. He was down to fight Matt Brown. But when he saw how pissed he got from, from lemon juice and his snooze, it was all over. Homie had the, had the fear of God in his eyes. He got his ass kicked. They they, they fought right after that on, on the show, and, and Matt Brown won that fight. Um, but that's what he was famous for. Carlos Conde, you know. Interim champ back in the day. This dude comes from the WEC days. I mean, this dude was like one of those dudes that for a long time you wanted to see come over to the UFC. And when the uh, when the UFC finally dissolved the WEC and brought all those fighters over, uh, those were the the WEC was basically the minor leagues for the UFC. It was actually not, not even really the minor leagues. It was the the lower weight classes. Um, then we had welterweight division, welterweight and up in the UFC for for a long time, and and. Uh, lightweight featherweight and i think they did bantamweight i'm pretty yeah and bantamweight those were all in the wec uh and they finally brought those over they had i think sean shirk versus bj penn be like the inaugural 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 not what the fuck uh the the first fight back because 155 was in the UFC way way back in the day and they dissolved it and then they started the WEC and then they brought 155 back and then they slowly bought featherweight and then bantamweight over um after that um so Carlos Condit was a dude that was fighting I guess they had the welterweight they had a welterweight division in in WEC also you know what? They had all the divisions in there. Because I remember Brian Stan was like fighting at either middleweight or light heavyweight, now that I think about it. But all the lightweights were, uh, lighter weight divisions were definitely uh, exclusively in the WEC. Uh, dope ass shit. One of the dopest. Next to Pride, WEC was the dopest WM, uh, uh, MMA uh, promotion in, in the world. Second to Pride. Nothing could fuck with Pride. There was time basically when Pride was around people don't remember UFC was like the little brother pride was everybody would be like yeah the UFC's dope and shit but pride you've seen that shit because those dudes were all on st- all kinds of steroids not that you know they weren't in the UFC but it was written into the contract in pride like literally I had a homie that I trained with um um KJ Nunes look him up he beat he fought Nick, uh, Nick Diaz twice beat Nick Diaz for the Elite XC world title back in the day i used to train with this motherfucker and he he came back to the gym he won a, a striking tournament for put on by pride and he was saying that people were pissing in each other's cups and shit like the 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 and, and and the people the the pride officials that were collecting the piss samples were like standing right there they'd hand it to the athlete's coach and let them piss in it they'd write the in the contract you know that that it was legal to take steroids they had fighters of lower weight classes that they wanted to fight at higher weight classes and they encouraged them to take steroids to gain the weight to get to those weight classes it was wild shit all you have to do is like as soon as Vanderlei because they had some testing by the time that they that pride was sold to the UFC Um, you saw Vanderlei uh, you saw uh, Shogun come over and immediately get his ass kicked these guys were not anything like they were in pride when they got over to the UFC, even from the minimal testing that we had, um, but nothing fucked with pride. Pride was the big brother. That was like the end all be all. I mean, they were soccer kicking motherfuckers, stomping motherfuckers on the ground, up kicks from the bottom. It was no holds bar. You can elbow and kick people through the fucking ring. It was crazy shit. But second to that was the WEC. The WEC was, you know, fucking Donald Cerrone back in the day. That's where he came from. The Pettis and, and, and the Ben Henderson. Benson Henderson's, that was some golden era shit, man. And Carlos Condit was, at, was like one of the top dudes in the WEC. So this fight is going to be dope, man. I'm fucking rambling. I'm fanning out on this shit, reminiscing about. We go back. We go far back in this fight game, homies. I'm taking Carlos Condit, though. He looked good in his last fight. I'll say this. Even though Court McGee look, looked, looked terrible, I don't know how much of that win was more Court McGee looking like a uh, like a jackass out there. Maybe he relapsed. Uh, nah, I'm just kidding. Nah, nah, fuck that. I like Court McGee a lot. He, he has a crazy story. This dude was like a, uh, addicted to, to meth and got off of it and got into the USC. Used training MMA to get off of meth and, and went you know fought on the Ultimate Fighter. He's been a good ass fighter uh, up until this last fight. I mean a, a against Carlos Condit. You know Court McGee is a tough out. Um, but uh, Condit looked good. And, you know, he's not. He didn't look like just a he, late in his career. He started relying solely on basically counter-striking, moving back like the Nate Diaz fight. That's the perfect example of how you win a fight moving backwards. I mean, he never went forward. Nate Diaz was taunting him and talking shit the whole time because Carlos Condit didn't engage. He would just slide back and throw combos, throw kicks on his way back. I mean, he learned how to fight backwards, and he, he was, he's one of the better, uh, better fighters at doing that. But, you know, he came. He, he looked like he's, you got to go forward. And and now when you, when when your, your your speed and all that is, it is waning and you're late in your fight career, you gotta start going forward and start taking the fight to people. Um, so I think I'm gonna go Carlos Condit. I'm gonna take Carlos Condit. What else do we fucking got here? Um, Santa, uh Santiago Nibio versus Jing the armpit, one of Sauron's fucking minions from Lord of the Rings, Jin. Uh, Lee Jingliang, I've talked about this motherfucker, he's a whiskey sick favorite, dude, he's a motherfucker, he looks like a fucking armpit, I call him the armpit, Um, he's a tough dude, but he's gonna get his ass kicked, Uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio is a beast, he hasn't fought in almost three years, um, and he was looking like he was going to just go right to the top of the welterweight division. He knocks motherfuckers out. You remember uh, that Dudley dude in WD, uh, 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 Dudley n- 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 beats people up. You know what I'm talking about? You remember that WWF guy back in the day? Uh, Dudley beats people up. And he had like a, a, a fucking two by four in, in, in his hand. <laughs> that that's, that's Santiago, except he n- n- knocks people out. He's going to knock Li Liang the fuck out, I think. Joaquin Buckley versus Alessio De Chirico, This is going to be a banger. Um, Joaquin Buckley, all you got to do is say, hey, Siri, what was the 2020 knockout of the year? His fucking face is going to pull up. He's a dude that's jumping, spinning, back kick. Uh, Impa Kasanganai in the motherfucking face last year uh he's he's a ko artist his only l he's you know one, two and one in the ufc his only l came to the the motherfucker himself um uh mr 220 uh fucking fuck, I'm fucking getting high man i gotta remember his name kevin holland kevin holland uh that was he got knocked out by kevin holland in his ufc debut but to his credit he took that fight on short notice alex alessio DiCirico, this dude reminds me of like he's he's italian and he reminds me of Shogun. He's got Shogun in him. If this guy could just be more active, is, he goes into like defensive shells for like three and a half minutes of every round. But when he opens up, he, he fucking blasts people. If he was just more active, this dude would be a serious problem. I think he has, listen, if you're looking for an underdog bet, I think this is a dude. I'm picking Yoken uh, picking, picking uh, Buckley to win the fight. I don't think he gets a KO in this one. De Chirico is 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 a, a he needs a win right here man. I I think he's a he, he's a good UFC fighter. I'm you I'm I, I'm rooting for him, but I think Buckley wins. Just because the Chirico ha, you know takes rounds off, takes time off. Uh Punalihi Soriano versus Dusko Todorovic. This is a banger. Trust me on this shit. This dude Dusko it, 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 he he's he's a Bob Weaver dancer he's like a a, a, uh what are these guys middleweights light heavyweights i think they're light heavyweights he's a light heavyweight version of like a dominant cruise he kind of moves like that um middleweight middleweight uh big ass version i mean he moves slips counters um he gets a little too uh lax lax laxadaisical with his head movement sometimes to where he doesn't move his feet and he starts taking shots and he gets trapped up against the cage so that's gonna be dangerous this dude soriano throws nothing but fucking bombs overhand bombs hooks bombs uh, this is going to be a great fight. Soriano can get this fight to the ground. I think he's going to try to wrestle. I'm going to take Dusko. They're both undefeated. Uh, Soriano, Punalihi is 7-0. and Dusko is 10-0 and with 9 finishes. I'm going to take Dusko. Phil Haas, beast of a motherfucker. Beast like a, a Mr. Olympian, uh, a, a fucking world champion looking ass dude versus Nazarene Uh Nazarene Imarov. Imarov is a beast too. Tell, let me t- Trust me. This dude's going to want to stay on the outside. I don't know who wins this fight. Both good strikers. I mean, both good grapplers. Phil Haas is more of a wrestling type grappler. Imovav is more of a jujitsu type grappler. Yes, there is a difference. We won't get into that now. I'm going to take Phil Haas. This is a lot of power to deal with, and his striking has got a lot better uh, over the years. And his last fight, his return back to the UFC, he's in his second stint. He knocked some motherfucker out in 14 seconds. Yanin Wu, she's a sleeper. She's fighting uh, somebody on late notice. She's going to win that fight. I'm taking Carlos Felipe to beat Justin Toffa. I'm taking David Zawada to beat uh, Emive. Emive. I'm taking, uh, if this fight stays on, I'm going to take Sarah Morais to beat uh, Vanessa Mello. And I'm going to take, I'm going to take Austin Lingo to beat Jacob Kilborn. There's the fight card, picked. Let's go on to the motherfucking next one. I'm going to get through all these because I don't know if I'm going to be able to get on next week. I, say, I always say I do and then some shit pops up. Chiesa versus uh, Magni is now the main event. I ain't going to pretend like this is a good main event. Kiesa uh, striking is, uh, let's just say the triple champ. Uh, and I'm talking about the one that's still in the womb, has better striking than Michael Chiesa. I mean, this dude, this dude, uh, he looks like a retarded robot. Uh, excuse me for the language, uh, but he, he, his striking is terrible. He looks like, uh, his cadence is like, uh, his rhythm, it's just all fucked. It's like Morse code. It just starts and stops, and he looks like he's buffering. His striking looks like he's motherfucking buffering, homies. It's fucking Garbino Garbage. Great grappler though, excellent grappler though. The problem in this fight though is he's fighting another good, real solid grappler, real, real decent wrestling. Way better striker than Neil Magny. Neil Magny's got sneaky striking. He's coming off an ass whooping of my man Robbie Lawler. Um, I'm taking Neil Magny in this. this is the fight, homie. This, if you want to pay attention. Uh, you remember Rafael Faziv? If you remember anybody last year, there's this other guy named Yuri Provokniak or something also that's in the light heavyweight division that just knocked out Uzdemir uh, last year. Those are two crazy elite strikers, uh, like with heavy kickboxing backgrounds that have made their way over to UFC. Add another one to that Munir Lazez. Trust me on this dude. This dude took a late notice fight, I think, in his UFC debut. Against uh, a motherfucker in Abdul Razak Al Hassan, uh, who just got knocked out, who got knocked out by Chaos Williams in one punch. But trust me, Al Hassan has really good striking. He just was acting like an idiot in that fight. Um, this dude has got nasty fucking kicks. He throws nothing but he throws tons of head kicks. Uh, he, he standing knees. His standing knees are fucking nasty. He throws them like 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 kicks. It's crazy. His hands are, are, are like a boxer's. He's the perfect combination of, of a, a guy with boxing hands and, and and head movement and footwork with kickboxing kicks and techniques you know, to hide behind the, ki- the hands. This dude is fucking excellent. He's 10-1, eight finishes. Uh, I don't want to meet the motherfucker who beat him. He lost, uh, it, well, okay, so if you don't know what brave uh, CF is, brave the brave uh, promotion is a um, it's a, it's a it, Asian I guess you would say promotion but it's it's basically where all the Dagestani fighters and all the Iranian fighters and all that that area uh, uh, all those fighters fight It's where all the kabibs fought it's where all the fighters in kabibs can't fight out of It's where you know I'm pretty sure Chemaya came from there. Uh, that's where Fizev, uh, where this dude came from. Uh, he fought for the title there and, and, and lost to a guy there. So you, you just know that this dude's, you know, when you see fighters that have fought in Brave FC and they're making their, their UFC debut, they fought, they've already fought UFC competition. This dude, Munir Lizez, is fought, fighting Warley Alves, who won, I think he won one of the uh, Brazilian ultimate fighters, if not the first one. He might have won the first one. I know he won one of the ultimate fighters in Brazil. Worley Alves. Decent kickboxer. Good power. Good wrestling. He's just maybe a little, be, a little bit above average and everything. He's definitely going to want to get this to the ground. If he can get this to the ground and, and hold Munir, uh, Munir Lezez, uh on the ground, he can definitely win this fight. But if he can't get this to the fight, and, and this is fatality written all over it. This is Mortal Kombat fatality written all over it. Uh, maybe even first round, but I'll say second round. Munir Lazez, Trust me. Remember that motherfucking name. Uh, Akhmedov, Amari Akmedov versus Tom Breeze. Give me Tom Breeze. Lerone Murphy versus Douglas Dace, uh, Douglas Silva de Andrade. Give me Douglas Silva de Andrade. This is gonna be a fucking banger, though. Trust me on that shit. That shit's gonna be a little war. Maybe the fight of the night. Ricky Simone versus Gaetano Perello. Uh, this dude, Gaetano Perello, he's got crazy power. He's, he's got heavy pressure. Uh, mostly stand up fighter. He's making his debut. Um, he's he's dope but Ricky Simone he's got that wrestling he can control where the fight goes I'm gonna take him uh but you know gate I can't imagine that Gaetano isn't gonna be uh an underdog and he might be a good underdog pick if he's looking to drop a little 20 twin twin Isaac Villanueva versus uh Vinicius Castro give me Castro Dr. Lungiambula versus Marcus Perez. This is a fun fucking fight. This dude, Lungiambula, Lungiambula is a fucking motherfucker. Big power, big, huge dude. Marcus Perez, you know him. Trust me, he doesn't sound familiar. He's the dude that wears the uh, Heath Ledger um, Joker um, face paint. Uh, to the weigh-ins and shit, he's that dude, he's a fun fighter, don't go by his last fight, but he, he throws spinning shit, wild shit, comes forward, he's fun, but he, I think Dolce is going to get there, he can either take it to the ground, or he can land something big, Roxanne Mataferi versus Vivian Araujo, uh, Araujo is just an athletic, long, power striker, one punch striker, got good ground, everybody from Brazil does, I mean, that's just basic shit, everybody in Brazil knows jiu-jitsu, I know it's a it's a, a Ugly stereotype, uh, nasty generality, generality, generality. But it's true. They all know fucking jujitsu. Roxanne Mataferi, she has literally in her last fight alternated wins and losses, and she won her last fight, so she's losing this one. Viviana Rojiao is going to win a decision. Sue Madarji, can't remember. I- Mudarji? Fuck his name. This dude is a beast. He won his last fight in like 14 seconds. He's a long striker. I'm picking him. Uh, Adashev, he's fighting this dude, Zaruk. Adoshev, these names are crazy, man. Fuck my tongue's all fucking. I strained it, just pulled this motherfucker. Uh, got that fucking That uh Alex Smith injury over here with my tongue trying to say these goddamn names. Odashev's a, a kickboxer, got kick uh pro kickboxing uh background, he's getting his ass kicked in this one. Uh, Francisco Figueiredo, yes, that Figueiredo. His bro- older brother is the motherfucking champ Davis in Figueiredo. He's fighting Jerome Rivera. I couldn't find any footage on Figueiredo, but I'll take him just by the name Mike Davis versus Mason Jones. Never heard of him. Uh, give me Mason Jones. He's 10-0. Nam Fam, or Tyson Nam versus Matt Schnell. Matt Schnell is a motherfucker. Tyson Nam, a uh, runner, Uh, telegraphs his right hand over and over and over again. Matt Schnell's a slick fucking striker. This dude's got some crispy, clean striking. Likes to hang out in the pocket a little too long. That can cost him against a big puncher like Nam. But I'm going to take Matt Schnell to stay on the outside. I think he gets a TKO in the second round. Victoria Le- Leonardo versus Manning, uh, uh, Ferro Fero- Fero- this is the first fight, it's a women's fight, both making their debut. This chick, Mannion, Fury Oat, she's a beast. She reminds me a little bit of Holly Holmes. She got the sidekick, she got real clean striking, she can take the fight to the ground. Uh, she's a sleeper, man. I might drop some little dubs on her, depending on what, what uh, kind of odds I'm looking at with her. But man Finn, and going to win that fight. Let's go on to the Bane shit. Where are we at on this? Already 50? 50? All right, I'm gonna stop there. I was gonna I, my my plan was gonna uh, my plan was to get into the the McGregor versus Poirier shit too in here, but we're gonna I'm gonna I got deep dive into that shit, deep dive into that shit. So we'll, I'm gonna come back next week and we're gonna fucking iron that one out real fucking quick. Um, what the fuck else do we got? Uh, we got the the playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Yeah, we got the motherfucking playoffs and the NFL going on right now. Nope, the Dallas Cowboys aren't in them. I know that. Listen, that dude, Heineken, Heineke, Heineke, whatever the fuck his name was for the, for the football team formerly known as the, the Redskins, that dude balled out of control. He played really well, man. He should be the starting quarterback going into next year. Uh, he, he, he looked good. I don't think it was a fluke. He looked like he knew what the fuck he was doing out there. He got, the Bucks. it was 28-23 to 23 late in that game. They won by eight points, I think. The Bucs ended up winning by eight points, man. That was a one-score game. And I had I did not see that coming. I knew the defense, the, the football team defense could could hang in, but I thought eventually they'd break. Because the offense would be going three and out. Three and out, three and out. But that wasn't the case. Uh the 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 fucking Steelers got their asses eight. The fucking the Browns came out with the portable. Koala stations were changing diapers all night long. I know they made it close in the end, but that game was fucking over, homies. 28-0. That's difficult. If you ain't the D-boys, you ain't coming back from that. Sorry. Uh, but they made it in- interesting. Um, but you know, listen, the, the Browns defense is highly overrated. They got the names. They got the names. They got the, 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 the shiny little ornaments and shit over there. But they don't they don't play like a top team. The Cowboys were down. Keep this in mind. The Cowboys were down 42 to 14 in that game, and should have won, they ended up getting, they, they came within, like, three or four points, and then they gave up a long, stupid fucking run, because they act like bitches on defense late in the game, and, and they, they won 49 to, like, 38 or something like that, uh, but they made it a, 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 like, a field goal game after being down 42 to 14, uh, we just started eating ass, Dax just started fucking dominating the fucking game, uh, but, I think the Browns are going to get their ass kicked in the next round. Who are they playing? They playing. They playing the Chiefs. I think. Yeah, they're getting the asses. Ain't it, it, it's a rizzy. Uh, the the game of the week I think is probably going to be the the uh, Ravens and the the Bills. I got the Bills. I, listen, I got the Bills winning it in the. I don't know if I got him winning the Super Bowl, but I got i told y'all last week I got the I got the Bills versus the Packers. I just think the Packers, man, they're just scoring a ton of points. I know that defense is suspect and, and you know one one game they could look like world beaters the next game they ain't shit. I get it. But dude dude, this dude, Aaron Rodgers, is playing on some other shit. He's the bet right now, this year, I think he's the best quarterback in the league. He's better than Mahomes this year. It is what it is, homies. It hurts me to say that shit. That dude has done nothing but break my fucking heart his whole career. Nothing but break my fucking heart. The the game I went to, the one live game I went to in AT&T Stadium two years ago, he ate our motherfucking ass in the last play, beat us on the last play of the game right underneath me. The the game-winning touchdown was scored right underneath me. Crushed me. Crushed me, man. I was surrounded by Packer fans, man. I kept it classy, though. I kept it classy. Um... You got the the, the Bucks and, and the Saints. I don't know. Something about this kind of makes me feel like the Bucks are gonna pull this off. Winning, you know, losing to the same team three times. I don't listen. The Saints defense, best defense in the league, but they struggle on offense sometimes. I mean, they they only they had like twenty one I mean, I wasn't really impressed with what they got going on over there on offense. I mean, they got all the weapons and shit, but it just doesn't always seem to come together. Even even with Breeze, didn't matter who was at quarterback, they still struggled. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Fuck it. I'm going to go with the Bucks and I'm going to go with the Packers to to absolutely destroy the Rams. I'm embarrassingly destroy the Rams. If if Russ Wilson, I don't know what the fuck that guy was on. Uh I, I don't know what the fuck happened to him in the second half of the season. Everybody w- w- was, was cook, let Russ cook, let r Ru- I mean, he's, he's memed up Willie right now. If you go on Instagram after last weekend, let Russ cook, and everybody coming out with their Lunchable pictures and shit, talking about let Russ cook, cook and shit. Uh, hilarious, man. This dude, uh, you know, he fell the fuck off. You know, he's Eddie Bravo's best evidence to flat earth because he fell off the fucking face of it. And so did the Seahawks. Fucking let me down big time. I can't stand the Rams. Uh, you, as you know, that's uh, Whiskey Sick Podcast. Stan Extraordinaire, Michael Bautista's favorite team, LA. Everything um, can't stand it. Um, even that little that little cornflake that was out there before he got hurt. I mean, what was his name? Wolfert or whatever. He goes down, and then they bring in the the the, the fucking JPP uh, uh, of offensive players. They bring in Jared Goof. And he just make, he makes, he throws enough, barely makes enough plays just to get the win. It was an ugly fucking win. They're getting their asses kicked in the snow. Trust me on that shit. Aaron Rodgers is going to destroy them. I got this 56 to 6. Fuck it. I got it. 56 to 6 Packers. I didn't stutter. I didn't stammer. I didn't hesitate. 56 to 6. How you like that shit? Let that motherfucker sink in. Um, NBA NBA Pelicans fucking Pelicans It's a déjà vu game. Seems like just last week. Oh, it was just last week the, uh, the 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 Pelicans like the Cowboys were 4 and 2, top of the division, top of the 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 the, the league, really, uh, top of their conference I should say. Lost 3 straight now. They're 4 and 5. Lost two games by a total of three points, they lost one game in overtime by by two, and then they lost the next game by one. Then they got they lost. A, Zoe got his ass eaten by his little brother Mello. Imagine that, man! You letting your little brother eat your ass on national TV. Diaper change, head over uh, feet over uh, over heels overhead. Diaper changed up by his little brother on national TV. Didn't do a fucking thing about it. Didn't even he just took it? He just, he just relaxed and opened the booty hole for him didn't even clinch didn't even it didn't even pucker that little starfish no 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 resistance at all um i listen i'm i'm in the same boat i they got the clippers next then the lakers so we're looking at probably more than likely 4 and 7 if you remember last year we lost 13 in a row went to 6 and 23 to start the year and still made the bubble and almost made the playoffs but we can't get off to that kind of start but uh, you, they don't play defense they're better on defense. Let me, let me say this. They're better on defense. They turn the fucking ball over. like I'm talking like 15, 20 fucking times a game. They turn the ball over. They give these games away. Even the, even the Hornet game that they lost, they were, they were up like 16 in that game and found a way to lose it by 10. They're killing me. Uh, the bitch brothers, uh, that would be um, Kyrie Irving and uh, James Harden. Damn, I'm looking at the news right now. As I'm doing this, breaking fucking news: James Harden traded to the Nets in four-team deal, acquiring Houston, acquiring Victor Oladipo by flipping Karis Levert to Indiana. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa! I'm, I'm 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 hitting people up. So this is this is breaking news right now. Listen, James Harden is a biggity bitch, and now he gets to he gets to play with the other biggity bitch, his little bitch brother, uh, Kyrie Irving, little sensitive ass fucking. I don't know what the fuck that guy is. Listen, I should I should chill out because I think that guy has some serious mental issues. I think he's on some schizophrenia, bipolar. Crazy shit. I mean, this dude won't show up to games. He he's on some shit. He don't show up the games, but he tells his homies on the team that he's not coming. He doesn't call the boss and tell him. He's like it's like when I was in high school and I didn't want to go to work. I'd have my mom call the manager and, and tell him I was sick. That's what Kyrie Irving on is on. He's a grown ass multi millionaire that can't call the fucking coach or the owner and say, hey, I'm not coming in today. No call, no show. On some no call, no show shit a strike against the attendance record and now he's with this little bitch-ass fucking baby fucking i'll say this for ad when he was when he was acting like a biggity bitch after he decided he wanted to leave new orleans he 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 acted like eeyore dick in the dirt hey bird got some smack bird he was on that shit but you know what he did the 15 minutes we played him he scored 30 fucking points a game until at the end, by the end of the last like week or so, we decided to sit him because we didn't want, you know, what if he catch gets some weird ass injury, you know, some some fluke ass injury. And now we can't trade him. Anybody would still take him, but then they have, you know, he, he's hurt. Well, you know, he devalued him. We didn't want to devalue him before we shipped him. But at least he played. He acted like a bitch about it, but at least he fucking came out and he played on the court because he wanted to keep his value up. He wanted to show teams he was auditioning for him what he fucking has so that you know the, the pelicans weren't going to get ripped off on it and they still had him for another year if they could make him sit out the whole year uh you know Houston was in that that same kind of you know position here but they had they had this dude harden for another two years this year and next year and he's he's just been uh, he came in he came in looking like listen I'll fat shame all goddamn he came in fat came in looking more like charles barkley than james harden he, and, and and lately, I mean, at the beginning of the season, he was tearing it up. He was still had a couple 40-point games. You're like, okay, even, even with, you know, pushing 30 extra pounds, this dude's tearing... Nah, not, not in the last recent weeks. He's just been out there just, like, literally walking around the court. Uh, he's texting in the middle of the fucking game while he's on the court. I mean, he, he's not there. He's made it abundantly clear that he wants to be out. He's just being... Taken playing in the NBA for fucking granted a team that made him a fucking rich, rich fucking man and acquiesced and, 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 and catered their entire, gave him everything he wanted. That's how you're going to treat him. That's how you're going to fucking treat him. And you're only hurting yourself. He was only hurt. in the end it looks like he didn't hurt himself. He went to where he wanted to go, which was the Nets. But that was the only team. If the Nets decided they didn't want to give up certain players uh, like Levert, uh, you know, he would have been up shit creek because I don't know who would want him. And I, he sounds, he looks like a cancer. If I'm Houston, I'm on that team, I'm the Rockets, I, fuck James Harden. Fuck that motherfucker. And if I'm anybody else in the fucking league, fuck that motherfucker. I wouldn't want to play with that dude no fucking way. He, 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 that dude ain't going to have your back in the fucking trenches. When, when the fucking uh, grenade lands next to you, he ain't falling on it. He ain't pushing you out of the way. He's dipping and he ain't even going to tap you on the shoulder to let you know it's there. He's that motherfucker, soft-ass motherfucker. But Victor Oladipo, that dude's a motherfucker, man. He was an MVP candidate a couple years ago before he blew his knee out. He sat out pretty much all last year. Um, I don't know how he's doing this year. I haven't seen the uh, – they played the, uh, the Pelicans, but I didn't really watch that game. Um, so, But Victor Oladipo's dope. I mean, he's no James Harden as far as scoring, but he's going to be a lot better in the locker room. Um, if I'm Houston, fuck it. Good riddance. Good riddance, man. Um, if I'm the Nets, listen. You know, is pairing two two baby back bitches uh, in, in in I love KD. I got no. I think he's the best dude in the play. If I was starting a fucking franchise right now, it would be him. I'd start with him. I would start with KD, even after that injury. He's a, he's a baller. I, you'll never hear me say anything other than uh, other than that again about KD. But his other two cronies on that team now, his other two fucking teammates now. Good luck with that shit. As did not enough, not enough of these balls to go around for those guys. Uh, maybe Kyrie takes a little backseat, but this offense is just going to stand still now. That's all that happens. I, I don't like his style. I don't like James Harden's style. I, I think if I'm any team, I don't want him on my team because he just stifles everybody. Everybody. He doesn't make people around him better. They just stand around for him. I, I, I don't like it. Look, congratulations. He's to the Nets. You know they got. You know in, in theory, the Nets got. Uh, a big three. They got KD, Kyrie, and now Harden. Is that gonna be enough? I don't know. They haven't been playing well, but also Kyrie hasn't been playing because he's you know been, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Fucking straw protesting or some shit. Little little emotional. Little little triple access Tatisian type ass motherfucker. But fuck it. There you go. Breaking news on the Whiskey Sick podcast. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. I'll come back next week. We'll do some bro politics. I don't know if y'all digging that shit or not. I, it's, it's just too hard to ignore, you know. And, and I know I don't got it all figured out. And I know some of y'all are probably throwing shit at the fucking uh, speaker. Like, what the fuck, fuck, fuck that, bro. Trump
1: was dope, bro. What are you talking about? You you fucking snowflake.
0: <laughs> I can see that shit. I can see, you know, whatever. It is what it is, you know. Uh I know y'all, fuck it. What What do you want me to say? Dude, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here. This is the episode. I've been talking for an hour and five minutes, man. This is the Whiskey Sick Podcast. This is episode number 122. I'll come back next week. We got Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier, number two. It's gonna be a fucking banger, and I'll be back next week, all right? Until then, I'm out, motherfuckers.
1: sleep, fuck your soul, I take your heart, the song's you only beat, I'm going deeper than the echo from the pussy, you become a used one, and only chance to get back in my life, it ends tonight, my pen will right the wrongs, as long as I don't spend the night, just reminded, rush to hide my number two, we tend to fight at times, whenever I bend the side of hand, a break some sight, this place is night and day, all at once, don't bother stunts. See, all I want is just the time we never spent. This gaining interest, taking inches from a foot we never had to stand on. Not a chance to jump off. Must just be the sum of all fears that added up. Flashback that night, had enough. Fast-track jack, not crash and scrub. Upward, what's more, hit the dashboard. As for now, let's fast forward back to where we once were. Once stood, some nerves have no feeling. Don't go burn them bridges. This is how we find our way back home. Cast a stone, that's that ass. Now throw it back. Crush your glass, I'm showing tracks. Hide the scars, might be hard. My heart is sleeveless, start the grieving process All this lasts to pay you visits Once a month, the fuck is up, the flowers bloom But once a year, the hour looms as much as clear, You lock the door, you walked about a key Don't fit, you need a spare, please don't sit You'll see a pair, tucked and stash, straight so You need a fuck fuck fucking move to this Stand up and groove a bit, now hands up and lose That bitch, now that sounds like round my way Found my lane, now I'm bound to drown the way Shout my name, cry so loud, it's bound to sweat Never thought I'd see you, now I see you clearly Now I'm looking at you Don't you look away now, don't you say my name out That I passed the same route That you took and ran out, that you took and ran out Settings change, pictures fall, tables turn The wick is all that's left to burn, the bags are packed No clothes are theft, your plans are that you're never coming back I never stomach that much of the fucking shit you fed me What you say, we hang it up, ten foot rope just ain't enough Let's take shots, don't aim it up, won't pull back, to staying stuck Fuck it, toss it with your name, if I lost it be the same as if I brushed my shoulders off like the true hope even you know motions fall down by the waist I guess we're all out of the daylight like, won't you say hi to your fate I'll introduce you might seduce you you two could go so far I won't lie make no mistake if I die before I wake I dare to dream just the same just to say that I can fly away from here I've been to hell and saw you there in mid-December all alone I just remember packed your bags and left your coat best you know the road that you keep riding in is frozen over no way out almost sober don't go now you never make it Never thought I'd see you, now I see you clearly Now I'm looking at you, don't you look away now Don't you say my name out, that I had the same round That you took and ran out, that you took and ran out So now you got you back to new Stand up and groove for big, now hands up and lose that bitch Now that sounds like found my way, found my lane Now I'm bound to drown away, shout my name cry so loud it's bound to swipe Tried to, swing, try to, swing, to swing, race my train of thought, thought to the cross, chain of rocks, break and stalled Eyes wide shut, tried my luck now I'm driving Riding on in search for words that might describe you Swerve and turn, pulled up right beside you tried to look you out of eye, I'm on stilts and looking past you, at you, trapped you, fastened down, last you, strapped you, passing out, flash was loud, the sounds of so bright. imagine how I found tonight, but lost today, the song would say, I rode the beat and blew her back out, hit the snares, we're moving fast, now wet and bare and couldn't last, how do we move on, uh, hard to stay, thoughts escape, disguises memories, forever we will, sleep from veins and stain the floor, which takes me more, time to wipe and stay clean, these rhymes are right, I paint scenes, and you ain't in a you say, we have to get moved it, it's a stand up and groove, we're big, now hands up in Lose that bitch, now that sounds like found my way, found my lane Now I'm bound to drive the way, shout my name, cry so loud it's bound to swipe Never thought I'd see you, now I see you clearly Now I'm looking at you, don't you look away now Don't you say my name out, now that I pass the same route That you took and ran out, that you took and ran out So now you rock, you got and you move this the stand up and groove. For big, now hands up and loose. That bitch, now that sounds like round my way. Found my lane. Now I'm bound to drown. the way. Shout my name. Cry so loud. It's bound to swines bound to swines
0: bound to swines. bound It's bound to